0: Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Patrick Conley, glad to be with you again, with, along with Cami Berthum, our producer, Paul Sadak, our technical producer, coming to you through the relevant radio, 1330 AM Studios in Golden Valley. Although Roe v. Wade was overturned in 2022, there's much work to be done still around our nation for the protection of the unborn. Our friends in the Office of Marriage, Family, and Life are at the forefront of this nationwide movement and have organized a trip to the annual March for Life happening later in January. Joining us to share more about how you or the young adults in your life can get involved is Bill Dill, Marriage Prep and Youth Ministry Events Coordinator for the Archdiocese and Office of Marriage, Family, and Life, and Madeline Larson, Youth Ministry and Marriage Prep assistant. Bill, thank you for joining us.
1: So glad to be here.
0: And Madeline, welcome to you as well. Thank you. Wonderful. Let's start off, Bill, tell us a little bit of background on the March for Life. When was it first started and how long have we been involved here within the Archdiocese?
1: Yeah, so it does go back uh, 2009 and 2010. -hmm. Um, We were doing young adult work and we took college students from St. Thomas and the University of Minnesota. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. We flew out there with a group of about 10 or so each year, uh, slept in the church basement, and, uh, and that, was, that was great trips. Uh, we started taking high school youth in 2011, and I uh, had, gosh, about 300 pilgrims that year and six buses, our first trip as a youth out to D.C.,
0: so it's been uh it's been a regular feature in the Archdiocese here for a long, long time that you've been taking these groups of students out for the March for Life. Any significant memories, Bill, that stick out to you that uh this particular March for Life memories? Yeah,
1: it's, well it's hard it's hard not to think about the uh the snow mass. Uh, right. The year we got stuck on the Pennsylvania Turnpike uh, in the middle of the night and uh slept the night there and woke up to uh just surrounded by several feet of snow. And uh, all these buses returning from D.C. And uh, we just came together on the side of the highway. And uh, we actually didn't have any priests with us on our bus that year, but we had everything else. Uh, The kids built an altar out of snow. And uh, we had probably 10 priests uh, from all from Iowa and Nebraska and all over. And uh, that was and and we actually made the news that year, which which
0: was the first. I remember it. Well, yeah, right, true. We don't see a lot of news coverage of the March for Life unfortunately. Madeline, let's draw you into the conversation here. Now you're an adult, a young adult active in the community, and uh, just reflecting on the overturn of Roe v. Wade, what does it mean to you to see that happen this year?
2: Yeah, I it's it's absolutely amazing. It hmm. it's such a momentous occasion and accomplishment. Um, for all those who, who are pro-life and do this work. As a young adult, I'm just really grateful for the work of those who have come before me to make it a possibility for for me to live and my peers to live in, in a post-Roe v. Wade world. Um, but, but thinking about it, I really feel like it's, it's now a greater call to action, especially as a young person, to to live out the culture of life that we want to see across the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's, it's it's not a dream for Roe v. Wade to end. It's it's a dream to. Um, Improve the lives of, of women who are in unexpected pregnancies. It's right. it's a dream to mm. um, take care of those who are at the end of their life and who need that care also. So I just now of movement to a, a dream of a culture that cannot fathom a, of fathom abortion and instead takes pride and and joy in the life that God has given, no matter the circumstances.
0: Some great points there, Madeline. Excellent, excellent to hear that. And just out of curiosity, have you been to a March for Life in the past? I, I
2: have never gone, actually. Um, so I when I started this job um, in, in February, I told Bill that no matter what happened, we had to go this, this next year. And now I'm so <laughs> glad that I get to go and, and celebrate a great victory, uh, a very, very great victory.
0: Well, I, I absolutely, and I, uh, I have not been either, so I'm with you there, Madeline. It's okay, but uh, I'm that always tricks. blown away. Yes, Bill,
1: come with us. Come with
0: no. us. <laughs> All right. Madeline. Well, I'll, I'll check my calendar. We'll see. Not Madeline, a bad you idea. We can get them on the bus. <laughs> we can make that work. Maybe I'll maybe I'll meet you out there. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm sure it would be great. I'm sure it would be great. Although as I get older, comfort means a lot more to me. But you know what? It's worth suffering some discomfort in order to stand up for life in our state and in our nation. It certainly is. Mm-hmm. Bill, what will this trip year, this year's trip look like? How many folks will be joining you? Do you have a do you have a goal in mind? Yeah, Patrick,
1: if you don't mind, can I jump back and say something from sure. uh, a moment ago?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the, um, you know, we've been going for it, it was 11 years, and we've all prayed every year that this big row would end. Mm. And when we went in 2020, we had no idea that we were so close. Mm. Um, so it really is an amazing thing. Um, and, you know, we were all in tears when we got the news on June, June 24th. And after all these years that it, it paid off.
0: Uh, it, it really
1: is amazing. Um, the, uh, but just to jump to your, and the, your, your comment about your, your, your elderly status, which does not qualify you, uh, skip <laughs> the bus. Uh, we have had many, many people on this trip in their sixties, seventies, and I think eighties. Wow. Um, really amazing people who have gone on this trip, grandmothers who bring their kids. Um, it's, it's such a great group that comes and, and then to flow into your question, the, the trip itself is not an anti-abortion trip even though we're, we're clearly anti-abortion. Um, it's really a culture of life trip. So from the time we get on the bus, uh, you know, we ask the kids to put the phones away. We, have, we don't do videos all the way to DC and back. In fact, very, very little. We have great conversation. We have singing. Uh, we have uh, different uh, conversations on the buses. It's really a great time. And the kids from all the different schools and parishes uh, who, who initially cling to their own group, start to meet each other. Um, and the, uh, the time we have is really, really rich. Uh, in terms of what the trip looks like, because um, we, um, we do some programming on the way out there and back, we talk about what is Roe v. Wade? Uh, what happened? What is Dobbs now? Uh, why is this important to us? How does it all work? What, when does life begin? Why is, life di- why is there dignity in life? And uh, we start with these fundamental questions, and these young people who come on the trip are so um, beautiful and pro-life, and we help them put words to their beliefs and help them really be able to articulate it well. And on the way home, they're um, they're fired up and they're ready to go. In between, we do things like we go to the National Basilica in D.C., which is an amazing, amazing church. Uh, we'll go to the Holocaust Museum, because that is so closely tied in with the abortion ish- issue. Uh, Lincoln Memorial, again, slavery, uh, the issues are so close. And, and the way they were, they didn't recognize the dignity of the person and the propaganda that went on and the fear and, and victory on the other side. Um, we will have a day of uh, marching, obviously. We'll, have, we'll go to the national rally. And then we have a day at the Students for Life of America uh, Pro-Life Summit, which is a really, for many kids, a highlight of the trip because it helps them Uh, Learn. There's some great pro life apologists there. There's a lot of energy, national speakers. Um, That's the day that really equips the young people to come back and share what they've learned.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. It sounds, I love it that it's a culture of life trip and, and recognizing the dignity of the human person. We're speaking with yeah. Bill Dill, Marriage Prep and Youth Ministry Events Coordinator for the Archdiocese and Office of Marriage, Family, and Life, and Madeline Larson, Youth Ministry and Marriage Prep Assistant, about the upcoming March for Life later in January, and uh, just our participation in it as a local church. So, Madeline, how how are you going about encouraging people to sign up for this trip?
2: Yeah, so I have been reaching out for many months to several school groups, several um, pro-life groups in the churches, um, different youth ministers, um, using all of our connections and say, like, reach out to your kids. Like, um, we, we have a lot of people in churches who see kids already doing great pro-life work and already who feel strongly um, about this. Um, so it's really reaching out to those who, who are out in the churches, out in the schools and saying like, let's, let's take this trip together. Let's take this journey to, to learn about this together, um, to grow together as, as a group and, and really, yeah, change our culture, change our life. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I'd imagine that there's a significant amount of promotion that goes on in encouraging people to come. Bill, what would you say to somebody who's on the fence about this? Well, you know what? You can talk directly to me. (laughs) What would you say to me to convince me to come? And perhaps that will help some others to make the decision to come as well.
1: Who are the most vulnerable in our culture? Hmm. That's the question we need to ask. Who are the most vulnerable? Who do not have a voice that needs someone to be a voice for them? What's the point of our life? Our our life is meant to be a gift. And one of the easiest, simplest ways that we can be a gift is by standing up for those who don't have a voice. And that's where I I love bringing out the heroism of our young people. They want to be heroes. They want to do something. They want their life to make a difference. The young people who have gone on this trip the last 11 years can all claim that they've made a difference, they can all have a claim in this victory of Roe v. Wade being overturned, but as Madeline said, the battle is not over. The battle is for the hearts of our of our young people, the hearts of our country, and, and we want to win that with love and charity, and that's why we march.
0: Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very convincing. I like it very much. That's very great. Uh, Just very, very wonderful to hear from you both. And uh, Madeline, I got to ask too, so we got to get the details. So when is it happening? How do people find out more?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's happening January 17th through 22nd is our Archdiocesan trip. Um, Right now we have four four buses full um, going out to D.C. Um, If if people want to find out more, they can go to org slash March for Life, um, get more information on our plans, what all is happening. And, yeah, it's going to be a great time.
0: All right. Wonderful. Love, love we encourage ha- people
1: to attend uh, whatever's happening here in the Twin Cities. Uh, I think we have an event at the cathedral that day, a prayer service for life.
0: I was going to say, yeah, there's uh, There's always a local event as well. I know that uh, according to the Arch- calendar over at archspm.org/events, slash uh, events, there is a Respect Life Mass going on Saturday, January 22nd at the Cathedral of St. Paul. So if you can't make the trip out to Washington, D.C., a good secondary option, but really give it some prayer uh, and joining in uh, the, the wonderful events that are going on with, uh, with the March for Life and the things that are coming. Up in that way. Um, just, I guess, in closing, Bill, how might we pray for you and the office, and for all the March for Life attendees as we come into this uh, this wonderful trip?
1: Oh, Patrick, thank you for asking. Uh, first of all, I would pray for pray for courage uh, on the part of the parents sending their kids um, to this. Uh, pray for courage for the young people. Uh, pray for safety on the trip. It is, you know, it's a bus trip to DC and back. Um, as much as we've been affirmed by everybody in D.C. that there are so many safety measures, we really care about our young people and want to make sure they're safe so you can pray for the safety. Uh, but uh, I would also ask we pray for everybody involved uh, in abortion in any way with great love, mercy, and tenderness. Pray for women in unexpected pregnancies. Pray for people who are abortion providers. Pray for our politicians.
0: Um,
1: and, and, yeah, that's, that's what I would ask
0: wonderful madeline any prayer requests from you
2: uh no just have to to have to echo what what bill said
0: very good well i tell you what it's been a great pleasure to speak with you as always here on practicing catholic and we are we will um at the very least what we can do and it's not insignificant but we can offer the trip um, up to our lord we can also offer as you said bill just all those who are, um, well, in, in one way or another, are, are uh, not experiencing the, the value of their dignity um, yeah. in various ways, whether that's uh, through various things in our society, in our culture, or even in our very lives. So we will lift those up, and we will certainly be praying for you in your ongoing work for the Archdiocese. Thank you for doing that. God bless you in this new year. God bless.
1: Thank you, thank you,
0: thank you you. All right, very good That's archspm.org slash events You can go there for all the details And links right there And just look for the 2023 March for Life What a blessing to have this opportunity Within our very own Archdiocese When we come back Paul, Cami and I will have some enriching events For the start of 2023 Stick around, we're going to be right back